2: Uh, of this Six Rings and Football Things podcast here on a one-off Wednesday. We're going to get into our little debate, our little question here, Um, and it sort of stemmed from, obviously, it being NFL Combine Week, the NFL Draft just around the corner. Pro Days are coming up uh, over the next month prior to April's NFL Draft, and especially with the Patriots here having the number three overall pick, we're always talking about the quarterbacks. Uh, The top three, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, all will not throw – at the NFL Combine on Saturday when the throwing, or Friday or Saturday, I forget. One of the days is when the throwing sessions happen. And me and Andy have sort of been talking about it the last couple of days, whether it's good off, you know, off the record, texting, whatever, um, whether it's good, whether it's bad that these guys are throwing. Um, I certainly have some opinions on it. I think we're on the same page, Andy, um, but I'll sort of let you kick it off. And uh, because like, again, they, they go they go from there. The combine is with all the guys you know all the receivers that um they haven't really worked with before so i think that is in part as to why they choose to just throw at the pro pro day and then the pro day is a script and they have all the guys that they trusted over the last you know three four years to catch the ball from uh but that's that's not what the nfl is like you need to hit some adversity so um i could go on a rant on this forever but i want to let you get off because i know uh, you, you quote tweeted this, this promo saying hard Oh heart was coming into town. So, uh, let's see what you got to say. And that's me show up and
0: compete. I just, yeah. I've always, you know, those stories you hear about like Dion wasn't going to run. And then he showed up and somebody like just handed him a pair of shoes and he runs like a ridiculous t- like, I want competitors and I understand that it's not perfect. And you, the timing with all the, you know, like 40 different receivers rotating through and who you're going right. to get. And okay. and. I think the people watching understand that. Like, right, I don't think right. the people are like, oh my God, a ball hit the ground. I can't draft this guy. Right. Hell, I was not in there, but I was told Cam Newton had one of the worst throwing sessions that ever existed, that he threw a ball into the stands on one play. That's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. And I believe he still went number one overall. I Correct. believe he still won an MVP. I believe he went to a Super Bowl and was one of the more unique players to to play in the modern era i like competitors i like guys that just have that juice and as you said like what are you going to do when things aren't perfect on a sunday a thursday night a wind a rain like to me that's what i'm looking for can you adapt overcome get comfortable being uncomfortable like any of the cliche phrases we hear from coaches and teams and slogans and I really don't believe if you had a bad throwing day, someone's going to change their entire outlook on whether you're draftable and where you could go. And like even the flip side, I think is true. I think when people go to pro days where it's scripted and your personal throwing coach and your you know your receivers, your buddies that you've lived with th- for three years, I don't think they say, wow, you completed all 70 throws. I was going to yeah, take you right. in the third round. Now I'm taking you in the first round because you had a great pro day. Like I just, I I just, it, to me, it sends, it just sends a bad like vibe. And for these three guys, certainly the number one guy mm-hmm. has more bad vibes than he would like, I think at this point. And I might've even changed if I were him and I'm sure he has handlers and agents and they have way mm-hmm. too much power and he's doing as he's told and all that no, I want to throw. I think my greatest asset is people are wowed when I throw, like I want to go out there and throw and wow people. So I hate it. I hate it. Just, and I should, so you're a former quarterback, obviously not a combine level quarterback, but a former quarterback. (laughs) And I am the father of a quarterback and I've come to become more of a a quarterback apologist, like living that life and like Mm -hmm. talking to him and like, you know, Hey, nice throw there! Yeah, well, he ran the wrong route. Like, and you're like, oh, I didn't know that. It just looked like a shitty throw for me. For me, like, so I've become a little bit more of an understanding quarterback observer. But I want you to compete. I want my quarterback to have
2: moxie and swagger, hundred percent, like that. I think it only helps guys cause to throw at the combine. Like, I look at first of all, last year, right? Bryce Young didn't throw. C.J. Stroud did. But you know who else did was Anthony Richardson. And Anthony Richardson had the best combine I've ever seen from a quarterback last season. Mew and Shine talked about it on on our quarterback show on on Monday. And he come out there, he kicks he kicks ass and he's like, "Oh, he ends up as the fourth overall pick because, you know, and not that not just cuz he's out there and he's a competitor, but because he was able to show off his athletic ability. And, you know, on one hand it's it's easy to understand a guy like Bryce Young who is, you know, basically a shoe in to be a number one number two overall pick if he does go out there and botch it like maybe it throws some guys off but i still think it ultimately helps you to throw and kind of like you say compete and i look at a guy like for this weekend jj mccarthy is gonna get he's gonna throw and he's gonna get a a ton of reps because so other so many other guys aren't throwing and all that's gonna do is help a guy like that stock move up if he kicks ass completes 65 70 balls then all of a sudden, he looks like he's turning himself into a uh, a first-round pick when the other the top three guys saving themselves for the pro day are not going to.
0: Yeah, and, and you mentioned, like, is there a slight chance that you might just have a bad day and that hurts you a little bit? Okay, maybe. Let's just pretend. Well, let's just accept. Maybe there's a slight chance. I think there's a greater chance that more people feel like you and I and just look a little sideways at your decision not to throw like there's a, there's a negative consequence to that too. Just like there could be a negative consequence to you throwing poorly or not looking great. So I just, I would always advise if I had a son, if I had a a client or whatever, because you're going to also have your pro day, you're going to have
2: that perfect one. Yes. I got to get into the pro day now because this is my ultimate sort of NFL combine pro day take. And it's a sneak peek to my column that's dropping tomorrow morning on wei.com for Thursday morning. So um, I'll turn you to that as well, but overarching big take here. And it's about Johnny Manziel, right? And Johnny Manziel, he's made some bad decisions admittedly from himself, like tanked his pro career. You know, he's been talking, he was on club Shay Shay last week and he's talking about Hoyer and, you know, he loses 40 pounds from doing cocaine, like all this stuff, right? Manziel is filled with bad decisions. He made the best decision I've ever seen from a player going into the NFL draft. And I'm going to pull up my tweet from last year, which is where this column's going. He went to his pro day. And if, I don't know if it's going to pop up. Did it pop up? Yeah. He went to his pro day and he threw in pads. As he should. he, He threw in shoulder pads and a helmet. And that should have been the standard for pro days moving forward. He was there. You talk about Moxie and swagger. He was there at AM that year. He was the balls, Johnny football, throwing in front of eight NFL head coaches. The former president, George Bush, was there. And he goes and he throws on the helmet, shoulder pads, laces them up, and goes out and he completes 68 of 70 passes or whatever it was. He kicks ass. He turns himself into a first round pick. And I just, he, he said it after the fact, too. Like someone asked him, why'd you throw in pads? He's like, you're playing them don't you and it's like i this coddled like scripted only the guys i want to throw to no granted i don't remember if johnny threw at the combine i know he threw it as pro day but the fact that he did it in pads that should have been the standard moving forward and i don't understand why other guys haven't done that since because that's one of the things you mentioned the moxie like they had music playing he was there with mike evans and they were you know jumping up and jumping bumping shoulders and everybody's there and like that's the stuff the kind of competitiveness i want to see from a quarterback at a pro day he had everybody in a circle he gave a speech like that was that was 10 years ago at this point i remember sitting in high school like i want to be johnny football that guy's the man and, and i i think that's what what that is something that i think helped turn him into a first-round pick
0: who knew we were going to go to uh johnny Manziel for like uh that reason was a, and, and
2: that was a great decision. decision it was probably his own one of his only great decisions on his on his pro day career on his professional career but he made and I do think decision. some of I it, it if
0: awesome, I recall, person. he marketed it, and they even sold like a line of attire yes. that, like, from yeah, it, but, whatever. So yeah. there was a there was a Nike financial angle, I think, sure. to it too. But I 100 percent agree with you. Not only should they throw. When I watch a quarterback throw, if he doesn't have pads on, it's irrelevant, right? Because like you 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 practice like you play, like yeah, that's great that you have great range of motion with no pads on. What are you going to do when you have shoulder pads on? Right. What, like, and that's why if you ever watch Tom Brady any of the tom versus time yeah he's on top of his mountain in wyoming with his buddies he always has a helmet and shoulder pads on it's right it just only makes sense or if you hear lacrosse players like you're shooting why do you not have your gloves on when are you ever going to shoot without wearing your gloves hockey player when are you ever going to have the stick in your hand without your gloves right. on so put your damn gloves on so the feel is always the same between your hand the stick the puck the ball the shot the way you play and it's a great point at the highest level where we are breaking down every bit of information, minutia, mm-hmm. You know, even in a world where was it Jamar Chase who struggled with the ball early in, yes. in Cincy because yeah, it didn't he, have a he, stripe and they were like a white stripe or whatever? Yeah. Like, okay, like the littlest thing could matter. These are fine tuned athletes where the the line between success and failure is small. The closer you get to replicating game activity. So use the ball he has to catch. Use the ball he has to throw. Oh, maybe the receiver should have pads on and catch from a quarterback who has pads on when he throws. Because right. I was a big – not that anyone gives a rat's ass, but fat little Andy High School fullback mm-hmm. could catch the hell out of the ball with no pads on. Right. Then you put my pads and
2: helmet on, and I'm like, alligator can't get the- <laughs> I, can't <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. So, like – Uh, that's gonna gonna end up as a gift me and you going like that probably
0: (laughs) but why would you not have pads on to do your job like a key part of your job is is impacted in some little way Mm -hmm. by the pads so this is a a much longer rant and it's it's annoying because so a guy can rise and fall because something called s2 exists and i don't even know what s2 is i'm just throwing it out there yeah, the I cog- learned-
2: it's the cognitive <laughs> test that if for those who don't know, it's the thing that apparently tanks CJ Stroud all the way to the second right. pick last year.
0: Tanked him all the way to the playoffs as a rookie and yeah. one of the best rookie quarterbacks we've seen in a long time. Ever. Yeah. Um. And then I heard something. Is it true that Sam Munson
2: was part founder of that? The guy who is part PFF founder of guy? PFF? I is like involved with s2 something like that so one um, of those guys i don't want to put it on sam alone but someone someone in the media world was directly I don't care for or any indirectly involved with the s2 test yeah
0: i don't care for any of that anyway but in a world where we make up these tests to judge personality decision making intelligence all these things we let a guy not throw which is mm-hmm. literally his job we and if he does throw we let him throw in shorts and a t-shirt with no helmet on instead of the way he's going to have to throw when I'm watching him do something that is worth billions of dollars, Mm -hmm. the way he does his job in helmet and shoulder pads is worth billions of dollars. We'll decide what we are as a franchise, what I am as a coach, what I am as a GM and owner, whatever. There was that clip today. I don't know if you saw it of um, Brandon Bean. then, and he said like, yeah. And like how much they gave up to take him. And he's like, I knew it didn't matter. Because if I miss, it won't matter because I'm gone. And the the picks I gave up won't affect me because I'm out of the job. And if he hits, it won't matter because he hit. Because and we hit. Yeah, right. Like So, like, in a world where it's all on the quarterback, we let him not throw. We let him not throw in pads. Like, it just – and we wonder why it goes south and why we don't get yeah. enough information and, like, all of that stuff. So, like, but we'll fixate on – um, Zach Wilson rolling left and throwing back across his body, 57 yards and like, Ooh, ah, take him number mm-hmm. two. It just, it feels so effed up. It just, the, the whole evaluation
2: of quarterbacks yeah. feels so effed up. I just think again, like you, you mentioned it. It's It's as easy as explaining it like this. You're a quarterback. Your main job is to throw the football on a football field and guys back out of it because it's too hard to do. Right. Like, it's well, they don't know like, the guy. Like, yeah. they didn't get reps to warm up. Well, guess what? If Jamar Chase goes down,
0: Joe Burrow yeah. has to throw to the next man up. Who I know he practiced preferred. with all week right. because
2: he's been on scout team.
0: Right. Right. And so, like, that whole, yeah, Jalen Rager might be out there. I know you right. practiced all week with Kendrick Bourne and Juju Smith-Schuster, but guess what? They're hurt, and Jalen Rager got called up from the practice squad, and he's out there. Sorry, Coach. I'm not going to throw today because right. I'm not on the same page with him. We, survive, we
2: had- survive, adapt, throw, be tough. Like I just, I, and again, does it, does it tank their draft stock? Clearly not. So, you know, no. we can sit here and complain about it all day, but realistically, they're probably not going to change it because it doesn't matter. Like yeah. these guys are still, you know, Caleb's still going to go number one, Jaden Daniels and Drake may are going to go two and three probably. So,
0: and the, I don't know if you've noticed the uptick in these um, Twitter accounts that claim their ex scouts, Like, there's more and more of them making it across my timeline. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I saw one today. Ridiculous. My favorite
2: thing thing to cut you off is they'll start the tweet with, as an ex-scout, and then all the replies are like, well, why are you an ex-scout? Like, because you probably stink at scouting. You're not a freaking scout anymore. Right.
0: But one of those guys is like, I took Caleb Williams off my board. This is the last straw. He's not throwing. He's off my board. He's off your board. I can yeah. understand you'd be scared to take him one overall. He's off your, you wouldn't take him in the second round. He's off your right. board altogether. Um, so that's why you're an ex scout, dude. <laughs> that's why he probably <laughs> never were actually a scout. This yeah, is Twitter. Exactly. I do not believe everything that I see on Twitter. Um, I'm going to just start writing that,
2: uh, before every tweet as an ex scout an and then yeah. just put like my Patriot meme or something. Right.
0: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so frustrating. Um, But no, and and this has been going on forever. And I just don't know the examples, though. Like, it almost doesn't matter one way or the other. Like, it doesn't really change that much. I can't think of quarterbacks that didn't get drafted because they didn't work out or didn't get drafted because they did work out and didn't play well or vice versa. I just, we make a bigger deal of it, I guess, than it matters because it bothers us. We want competitors. But in the end, it's what you just said. Williams is going to go one. Mm-hmm. Daniels or May is going to go two and three. Like, J.J. McCarthy might go next. Although, as much as I say that, the senior bowl certainly hurt your boy, Bo Nix. He's he not wasn't my good boy, Andy. I'm not a Nix guy. Yeah, I know. I'm keep saying that, so yeah, that when I know. sucks, no, people be like, Keith hey, Cadillac, didn't you, didn't you no.
2: love Nix? You were a <laughs> Nix guy, Cadlick." Bullshit. Because it's it's Keefe and it's Fitzy, and I get looped into those guys for because they, these are the three guys you talk about every single day, and we just get bunched into one. So, it's true. Um, no, anti so yeah. Bo Nix. I am a, I am a Michael Penix guy. I do like Michael Penix and he also wasn't uh, Granted, granted. Nix was worse at the, the senior bowl, but Penix didn't have a great week either.
0: But if I'm Michael Penix, for example, I absolutely throw, you know why? Cause I think the most impressive thing I do is release the football and people 100%. go, Ooh, look at yeah, that. Right. That's nice. Right. Yep. Um, and I think he is throwing. He's in that next yeah, he year. He is throwing. throwing. Yeah, he is throwing. He should, Um, even though he might miss a guy, a ball might hit the ground, but another example like that clip making the rounds this week of, um, George Kittle with like a broken nose running the receiver drill, the line Mm -hmm. drill down the thing. And it's like, if you are a gamer, people notice, if you compete, people notice like they care. So
2: the other thing is, you look at, okay, you miss a throw here and there. Like, people don't complete hundred percent of their passes in an NFL no. football game. Like no. sometimes you overthrow a guy. Sometimes you underthrow a guy like that's natural. You're not, right. if you're going in as a talent evaluator and you expect these guys to complete, these guys complete every throw, then that's on you. And if they do great, but I just, I find it hard to knock a guy for, you know, a, a higher low throw here. And they're like, that's just the game. That's business, baby. That's the shit that's going to happen. So, yeah, yep. I'm with you. I think we're pretty much on the same page here. We didn't really have a, a uh, an anti on this this uh, this should the no. quarterbacks throw argument they should. but uh, it is easy to look at it from the other side too and be like, a, like we just mentioned, it doesn't really it doesn't really change these guys' draft stock. And b, right. at the end of the day, everyone else is doing it. so why not be coddled by your coaches and your script and your your receivers at your pro day and try and shine even more? But But maybe you, like, I would look to,
0: if I were Caleb Williams, so it's out there. It's universally accepted that Williams, Daniels, and May are not throwing. Right. Caleb Williams. Change your mind. Pick up a ball and put on a show and change the narrative. Change the, he's coddled. He's a diva. He's this. He's that. Change the narrative. And they're like, ooh, somebody's a gamer. He showed up and put on a show and he's capable of it. He's more likely than not going to put on a show because he's really physically gifted. So. That's what I would advise. Caleb Williams to me is the guy who most needs to throw because of all the negative drama around his sort of persona. He should do that. He should just yeah. show up and like dress you in a suit. Show
2: up in a suit and put on a show. Just has a tie wrapped around his head like the drunk yep. guy at the wedding. Like I wouldn't do just, that necessarily. <laughs> just slinging balls, yeah. But all right. So uh, if that's that, I don't really. Uh, I think that's sort of where we agree. Quarterback yeah. should be throwing. Um, anything else to add before the to the conversation before we wrap it up? Well, we did have uh, King Rose say, Hey y'all. Oh. I don't what's know. What's up, Rose? Hey y'all,
0: up, Rosie. Thanks for joining us. We're actually Skin- wrapping up. You're Skin- 45 minutes late.
2: Well, skinny Pete from from yesterday comes in too and says, uh, so are we saying JJ McCarthy at three now? No, we're not saying JJ McCarthy. No, but this might tomorrow. help
0: him. Yeah, this, this might-, might help his draft this- stock this might cement him as the fourth quarterback and this right. might cement him as a middle of the first round guy next tier guy however high that goes i I think because that's I think he's building off a gamer pro ready potential reputation like yeah. there's so much room for growth he he was in like a certain offense in a certain way with Harbaugh but he can do so much more look at him he's more athletic than you think he can throw off platform more than you can think even though people don't think of him that right. way. And this is an example where he can show off a little bit of that. And, yeah, I do think I know this was sort of a you know trolling
2: type comment, but I think J.J. McCarthy will help himself throwing this week. I, I agree. One hundred percent shows he's a gamer, shows he can be a baller, takes him out of the the potent, you know, JJ McCarthy feels like the guy that, oh, he has so much potential. We just haven't seen it to, right. Oh, no, he's here. He's the one guy, the top guy throwing here, and he just balled out and maybe we're gonna he's gonna go up our board.
0: And if he throws in
2: pads and helmet, Skinny Pete, he would go up another notch. He should. They ball. should. They should Hard get ready it. to get ready to read the WEI.com column tomorrow on Johnny Football in the one best decision he's ever made.
0: I would liken that to when the stories about when Julian Edelman arrived at Kent State and walked up to the quarterback and said, I'm here to take your job. And like immediately just put it out there. Just yeah. put it big old
2: testicles on the table in the locker room and said, this is what I'm here to do. You Even if you're Y- even you if will. as the quarterback, a guy comes up to you and says that, you're terrified immediately. Like, absolutely, you planted oh, maybe,
0: a seed. You yeah. planted a seed, and now that tree is going to grow, and I'm that tree is going to knock you over at some point. Yep, I would love so, it.
2: Yeah, I would too. So that's going to wrap it up here for our six wearing six rings one off Wednesday, talking about quarterbacks throwing at the combine. Uh, we're going to be back um, trying to figure out the rest of the schedule. I'll probably be back later on this week. I'm trying to grab a guy from the combine to do a live show from Indy, but regardless. Uh, me, Andy Shine. will be back next week to do some prospect stuff. Uh, we'll get Fitzy on board next week as well. We'll uh, keep the Six Rings train going uh, throughout this all-important Patriots off So make sure to rate, review, subscribe, uh, listen on the Odyssey app, and um, you can also follow on Twitter at Six Rings Pod. Tweet us at Mike Kadlec, at Jumbo Heart, with all of your love and also complaints and ideas for more of these one-off Wednesdays uh, Six Ring shows. So. For Andy, I'm Mike Cadlick. Uh, we will see you next time. And uh, again, make sure rate, review, subscribe. Six rings, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. So yeah.